And now uh, we do have the rest of the audio from John Solomon uh, as we asked him what the heck is happening uh, with the uh, Supreme, Court, Supreme Court decision. Let's go to it. American, it's illegal. We'll have to see how her words are taken by her peeps, the people who use her as an influencer and, and, and recognize her and respect her as an influencer. We'll know tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday how those who oppose this ruling plan to behave, and, and we'll, we'll draw a lot of conclusions from it, I'm sure, by, by Monday. I think there's a couple things that we have to look back on in history because there are two fateful moments in the last six years that set the stage for this moment. I just want to, for those who've forgotten, uh, the makeup of the Supreme Court was really redefined by these two moments. In the summer of 2016, Mitch McConnell refused to do a nomination hearing for Merrick Garland, who had been the uh, nominee for Barack Obama. Uh, that kept the court uh, uh, with a conservative majority long enough for Donald Trump to become president. Donald Trump became president. And then he was able to get three Supreme Court nominees on, the three that joined uh, in this uh, ruling and in the summer of 2020, when Mitch McConnell could have done what he did in 2016, he did the opposite, and he got Amy Coney Barrett through uh, as the third justice of the Trump presidency. It's that coalition that tipped these two rulings to their very clear point today. So Donald Trump's legacy as a president, three support nominees clearly cemented by today's ruling, and Mitch McConnell's parliamentary tactics, probably a major storyline beneath the surface of what really happened today. John Solomon, last time I checked, I didn't see the word abortion in the Constitution. Has that changed? <laughs> you know what? I think the court is really clear. When you take yesterday and today's rulings in their context, what the court is saying is if a right is explicit in the Constitution, the right to bear arms is explicit, it's in the Second Amendment, then the court will uh, make sure that nobody infringes on those yeah, rights. Yeah, the Democrats yeah. have an issue with that. But it's they explicitly yeah, said <laughs> in the Constitution, yet something that's not said in the Constitution, that's what they're saying should be a you fundamental are, right. You, you have captured the Democrats' conundrum <laughs> very, very well. And you know, when it's not in there, what the, what the court is saying is we're going to, as the founding fathers intended, we're going to respect federalism and let the states decide when something is not explicit. Pretty clear, I think pretty consistent to the way our founding fathers were thinking 246 years ago. The Democrats are on both sides of this issue because they don't like either ruling. But I do think those experts who've looked at it see a consistency in these rulings, even if you disagree with the philosophy. And you're in D.C. What's the mood there, the pulse? I saw the crowds gathering outside of the Supreme Court. Thus far, peaceful. Uh, a lot of passion, a lot of emotion, uh, a lot of people talking. Hopefully it stays at the talking level, doesn't get to the silliness that we've seen in the past. Excellent security around town. It is clear that the Metropolitan Police Department, Park Police, uh, Capitol Police have all been preparing for this moment. You see a, a very strong security posture. No National Guard troops out yet, but a very strong uh, posturing of security to let people know the bu silly business will not be tolerated here. Uh, but a lot of passion. Uh, there are, you know, and we see the people who are against this, but there's also a lot of passion of people uh, who have worked for 50 years to overturn Roe v. Wade, rejoicing, being excited feeling good that the Constitution uh, was abided by today in their mind. And I think that that uh, is also a sentiment you see around town and all around the country, quite frankly. Are the Supreme Court justices worried about their safety? And then part two of that question, what about Catholic churches? Because we've seen that they've been targeted in a lot of these instances. Uh, talking to law enforcement today, I think there's a strong uh, feeling that the, the justices have ample, appropriate protection for the threat level. 
that they've been preparing for this, and I think they feel good about the Supreme Court justices. Uh, when you get down to the next level, where you have counseling clinics where maybe people go to decide whether they want an abortion or not, they're a little worried about those, and I've seen many have to go out and pri- hire private security in the last few weeks because of threats and episodes that have occurred, and then Catholic churches downstream haven't been able to get some visibility at what the Archdiocese here in Washington is doing or in New York, but I know the Catholic Church is on notice that there could be some acting out, there could be some violence against them, depending how the next few days go. Thank you, John, and uh, uh, this is a beautiful weekend to come, and what do we stand for? Truth, Truth, justice, justice, and and the the American American way. way. And so everybody, God bless America. 